We're on the radio every morning at 7 a.m., 5 p.m., five days a week. It's 91.3 FM, one of the strongest radio stations. It goes all the way down to Fort Myers, all the way up to Braden, all the way over to Arcadia. We helped start it 30-something years ago. It's debt-free for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Right here in our town, preaches the Word all the time, all up and down the coast. But I hear myself sometimes as I'm riding along. I was coming home from practice the other day or something, and uh, I'm hearing me screaming. I'm like, man, it's a wonder anybody listens to that. <laughs> but anyway, it's just, it's, we try to be real. Amen? Come on. Here we go. You get to be you, and I get to be me. How about that? We both have problems. We need him. Let's go with the message this morning. Unusual because it's Pioneer Days weekend here at Fellowship Church and all across this town. All this week, past week, tomorrow, big deal. Say that with me. One, two, three. You sound like the wagon ain't going to make it. One more time. One, two, three. There you go, baby. Come on. That's the first part of my message today. We're pioneers. I usually to preach two different messages on Sunday. This Sunday, I'm going to preach the same message. I'm sure it'll be a little different because I'm different between both hours. I can't help it. I change. Who knows what's going on? But anyway, uh, but the second part of the message in this morning, coming up a bit, is the message of fellowship. But start out with we're pioneers. Let's go history looking. What's a pioneer? You know, I've been talking about this movie lately. Every once in a while, the message, that piano play over there. You know, I'll be praying or or preaching, that piano. And I mentioned the ghost of Mr. Chicken. How many saw that old movie years ago? So I watched it this week. And one thing in that movie, Don Knotts, he gives a speech. And he's never given a speech, and he's shaking. And he did something like this. A pioneer. What is a pioneer? And he said, watch the movie. It's funny. I'm telling you. Come on. Come on. But it was scary as a kid. I watched it the other night, and I can't believe I got scared at that. It's a comedy. Anyway, here we go. There was blood on the piano keys, but I ain't got time for all that. Here we go. Come on. A pioneer. What's a pioneer? Why the celebration this week of Inglewood? And by the way, Inglewood is not just the old town. Inglewood goes all the way to El Jemaine. Goes all the way, all the way around towards South Gulf Cove. You might think it's Port Charlotte. No, it ain't. Oh, hush, don't worry about it. It's Inglewood, okay? All the way up towards past Manasota Key Road. Oh, and by the way, it goes all the way to 41 on River Road. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? Northport putting their sign down here on Winchester. Are y'all lost your mind or what? I am not a nice person at times. I don't do this, and if it happens, I didn't do it. But I'll ride by that Northport sign down here in Inglewood sometimes, and I just want to shoot a hole in it. <laughs> Has anybody else felt like that? You didn't do it, but you. there's a couple of us. And the police is in the building this morning. I didn't do it. I'm not going to do it. But it bothers me, even if that is your territory. You didn't have to put the sign there. The first person to do something, that's what a pioneer is. One who prepares the way for other folk. There was people that were here that prepared the way for you to be in Inglewood. You wouldn't be here if somebody didn't come before and do what's been done here and made this an awesome place. Pioneer is an early settler or an adventurer. And boy, did a lot of them have some adventures when they came back in today uh, to this area. We have every snake poisonous snake in the United States lives in the state of Florida. That's a fact. You learned something today already, didn't you? 
Oh, yeah. And alligators, things that will eat your lunch. And bugs that get big, get big. Come on. Here we go. Now, some Florida history. Let's go with some history this morning. I love history, American history. I love especially our founding of our country. God in history. Amen. I love that. President James Monroe accepted Florida from Spain in 1821. So anytime you think of Spain, you ought to be grateful. Amen? Yes or no? Thank you, Spain. Amen. So, President Monroe named Andrew Jackson, who later became our seventh president, he was Florida's first territorial governor. He was over Florida, which just meant he was over a swamp. Amen? And something crazy down here. In 1845, Florida, say it with me, became the what? 27th state to join the Union. Florida. So we've been around a while. And a lot of y'all don't know this stuff because y'all from somewhere. How many is from somewhere else other than Florida? Let me see your hand. Well, let's do this test. How many of you are born in the great state of Florida? Let me see your hand. Look at you, look at you, look at you, look at you. Come on, baby. There you go. It remained, Florida, largely a frontier wilderness until the early 1900s. That wasn't that long ago, was it? You mean it was just like a wilderness? Yep. Now, there were some cities around, but most of it was wilderness. And people talk about the population today. It is. It's 20 million people in Florida per year. But there's still some serious wilderness in Florida. If you want to take you a ride... You know, and you want to get out of town a little bit, you can find you some country. Amen? So let's keep looking at some history. It remained a frontier wilderness till the 1900s, but especially this whole area, the southwest coast of Florida. Like I said, you might have Tampa there and a little bit of Sarasota, not much. And they might be a little home or two in Inglewood, not many. But, and all the way down to Naples was nothing. And then you go over to Miami, and that was it. Now, who came here first? Folks from Georgia. People from North and South Carolina came down here. It wasn't that far. Let's go to Florida. Why? Well, they were escaping the Civil War. Were they in for a rude awakening? We're going to escape the Civil War and go to Snakeland. Most of them moved back. Did you know that? Most of them went down there, moved to family, going to Beverly, moved back where they came from. They were scared, not just of the snakes, but the Indians that roamed all through here. Are you kidding me? Get out of Dodge. So Florida was Indian country. Commonly associated with the Seminole tribe. Now they're crying today in Seminole country because of that big game yesterday. <laughs> but it was mostly the Calusa that roamed this, the large Charlotte Harbor area and all down and through here. And don't even don't think about the Gulf of Mexico. People didn't even care about that. They cared about the bays and the rivers and where there was fish and food. Not sitting on the beach, you know, getting a tan. That, that's a newfangled thing we do. Y'all understand that? Yes or no? Sitting on the beach didn't make America the country it is. Work did. Hard work. Amen? And the people that came before us worked their tail off to make this a great place for us. And we ought to, we ought to be thankful. 
So that's Florida. Let's go. Let's bring it home to Inglewood. 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 Can we say Inglewood? Inglewood's my town. Sounds arrogant, doesn't it? How many were here last week when I said that I got discouraged once I was in Dallas, Texas? Did I say that in the first service last week? Did I say it? It was the first one. First or the second. But I, I got a little discouraged because I'm out there in these big churches. I'm with Elise. We're doing the architecture for the church. I'm going through that hard time in my life. She's hurting. I'm hurting. Our family's messed up. And, you know, it's just a struggle. And I'm fit for depression at that point anyway. And I think, man, here's a guy. I know the guy. I don't even know if he's not the brightest bulb in the box. Church is running ten grand, $10,000. I'm 10,000 people. 10,000 people. That's crazy. And I'm in Englewood at a high school. And it would have been easy for me to just get depressed and move. And the Lord touched me. He touched me. In my heart, I ain't talking about spoke out loud. But He will come to you and help you if you have the Word in you and you listen to Him. And He spoke to my heart. And I started thinking about Englewood. And He touched my heart by giving me the thoughts and saying to my heart, Gary Clark, you pastor Englewood. Englewood's your town. They don't know Him at the hardware store or at the McDonald's. And that's how I'm not trying to be arrogant. To be honest with you guys, that touch came on me and I believe that's why I'm still here today. Through all that pain, through that depression, through the, the breakdown of my family and it hurt me so bad. How can I stay? Because this is my town. Amen? I'm telling you, I want to encourage you to do what I did. Take ownership of this town. Did you hear me, yes or no? How many can say, Pastor Gary, I sort of get where you're coming from. I relate to that. Can I see your hands? I ain't the only one that thought about moving, right? I ain't the only one that the grass will be greener somewhere else. You know? And here's what happened this week. I know I'm getting sideways, but this is what happens. I said that last Sunday. I think second service. Not sure. I go to the hardware store this week. Yesterday. It was yesterday. Mitchell said, I need six bolts and nuts because we're putting the top on your Jeep so you go get the bolts. I'm like, I don't want to get the bolts. He said, we're doing the work. Go get the bolts. So I go get the bolts. And as I'm going through the checkout, a lady I'd met maybe six months ago at the checkout line doing the register, tears in her eyes, She said, we lost our brother. And mama's hurting. She don't even know me. I don't know her. But I'd met her before. She said, do you help people? I said, oh, absolutely I help people. Are you kidding me? And I could tell she was Italian. I said, are you, are you Catholic background? She said, yes. I said, you know, we probably have 70% of folks that come to Fellowship Church are Catholic or former Catholic or whatever. And I said that to her to just let her know she's absolutely welcome to our help. Amen? Yes or no? And so she's going to call and she's going to bring Mama to see me. Isn't that funny how things work? Yes or no? Amen or oh me? Did I lose you on that or not? Yeah, praise the Lord. My town. Got it? 
on the ball field the other night. Who am I? I? They're the ones that know everything. I don't know stuff. I'm out there just cheering. But they afford me the opportunity to be out there and to walk and to be with those kids and to love on them and try to encourage the coaches. I don't have a whole lot to add except a big mouth and Jesus Christ. Amen. Come on. That'll go a long way. That'll go a long way, baby. Amen. Come on. So take ownership of this town. You might be surprised how it would help you with some depression of some wanting to go back home or it ain't as good up here, down here. No, we'll never be grandma, okay? We can't be. We can't erase all the history in your life, and it shouldn't be erased. But your life isn't over. This is a great place. So, Inglewood was a two-county, and it's still a two-county town. I live in Sarasota County. As far as you can get down away from Sarasota, I'm as far away as I can get. Far away from Charlotte County, I'm about as far away as a man can get. Amen. I'm over there going, hey. In the old town, it was, it, was, uh, it was settled by pioneers like William Goff. I still know several of the Goffs. Settled by folks like them. Opened a trail from El Jabin to Vineyard. 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 How long you been here, Chief? 47 years. Mr. Barrett right there, builder in Inglewood. His son owns the Barrett's tractors and all that, and I imagine you had that with him. And now he does it, right? Yeah, I hear you, buddy. But yeah, so you know a lot of this stuff. And he lives in the old town by me over there. Are you on McCall? So you're on the same road I'm on. There you go. There you go. He's on the other end. So, it opened a trail from El Jabin to Vineyard and Lauren Anger. Well, look at that. L.A. what? School. Absolutely. Our middle school is named after him. He set up a store to serve area what? Not fishermen to just come out and sport. No, to live. Amen? To feed their families. 1884, Herbert Nicholas of Inglewood, Illinois, and his two brothers came to the area with the intention of growing what? Can you say Lemon Bay? Are you learning anything? Yes or no? Well, look at that. That's why it's called Lemon Bay, down through Grove City. That was all, quite groves, 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 lemon groves, all through there. It's real close to the bay right there. You can see down every one of those streets and see the bay as you're going through. They named the town what? Englewood in remembrance of their hometown back in Illinois. We're always trying to get something from up north and bring it down here. We're glad they came, though, ain't we, say? We're glad they came. The original plat of Inglewood stretched from Stewart Street on the north. And Dearborn Street was the south. It was not the center. It was the southern side. I live one street off of that street, Green Street. Dearborn, then Green Street. And I'm sort of on the corner there of Green and Winson, right down by Lemon, uh, by the Indian Mound Park. So, and Lemon Bay would be the end over there on the west side. A lot of folks don't know years ago, and, and Fred, this is older than you, buddy, that there was a casino on the water in Inglewood. A big casino. Yeah, down in the old, it was a big deal, and people came from everywhere to go to that casino. And it burnt down. Years, I mean, wait, 100 years ago, whatever, burnt down. Inglewood's history. 
The Nicholas Brothers 24-block community remained agriculture, agriculture, agriculture. Through, look at that date, the 19 what? That's crazy, ain't it? That still wasn't that long ago. You know I'm getting old when I say that ain't that long ago. Since the Tamiami Trail passed east of the peninsula. We don't have it in the message day, but the governor of the state of Florida promised that 41 was going to keep running through Inglewood. It ran right through Inglewood. It go up yonder towards Northport and all that. It bent right there at Bill Bucks and came all the way. And it came right down, boom, right up Dearborn Street that way and took a little right or something like that on McCall Road, something like that, on South McCall, not, the, not 776. Got it? Yes or no? But he lied. We are good. A lot of people say good. Yeah, because we're over here a little quiet because of it. Amen? Say, so, yeah. Inglewood's now over 120 years old. Now, artifacts can be found right down the street from my house at Indian Mound Park. They go back as far, and I looked at this again, this date. I don't know who's dating this stuff, but people who collect the bones and stuff. goes back as far as 1,000 B.C. Down at the end of our street, Indian Mound Park, you ought to go in there sometime. Got a little wooded area, and there's Indian mounds in there, and you can't take things because, you know, the grave site, supposedly. And they were there till really about 1350 A.D., right there. They loved that point. People still love, like George and Dory Beamish, love Indian Mound Park. They love to go down there and, and at, at sunset and watch the sunset. Instead of going to the beach, they, a lot of people like to come right there. It's beautiful. It's not known whether the mound was built by the Calusa or the Timucua Indians since it was very near the border between both of these ancient tribes lived. But Indians all up down through there. Now, Rotunda's history. Okay? This ain't celebrating Rotunda week. You got that? Yes or no? Rotunda is a neighborhood. It's not a town. Rotunda is in Inglewood. Did y'all hear me or not? Say and you might want to argue with me later. You're going to be talking to the walls what you're going to be doing because you're not, it's not going to get anywhere with me. Yes or no? Amen. Say, I was here before all this mess happened out here. Amen. I came right after O.J. Simpson left here. You hear me? Yes or no? Say, yeah. Isn't that right, Fred? That's the truth. Ask Fred about it. He'll tell you. 1850, the Swampland Acts gave all Florida land to the state. 1855, the Tallahassee legislature, talking about Rotunda now, vested five trustees with authority to sell off all this land. Stay with me. The first recorded sale of what is now Rotunda came in 1885 to the Gainesville, Ocala, and Charlotte Harbor Railroad. This area, all throughout here. Before 1951, much of Rotunda land sold in little small parcels. But by then, all of what's now Rotunda, all of what's now Rotunda had been consolidated and owned by the Morse Realty Corporation. One company owned it all. Got it? Yes or no? Boom. That year, people you might recognize their name, Alfred and William Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, my Rotunda, acquired 36,000 acres right here in what we call Rotunda. You understand? They bought it for $700,000. That's crazy. They started a 26,000-acre cattle ranch, developed a fresh water plant, built homes at Cape Hayes East, 
At Cape Hayes East, there's some old homes that date back to the late 50s, early 60s over there. Okay, first part of Rotunda. They sold out in 69 to Kavanaugh Leasing Company for $19 million. In case you wonder how the Vanderbilts got their money, and that's how they did it. Being smart, being good investors, being wise. Who can take an investment like that in 10, in 10 years and turn it into that? 10, 15 years. A surveyor stuck a stake at the site of the 5 million gallon. Say 5 million. 5 million gallon water tank that's right out there. How many remember before Fellowship Church came in, you totally, absolutely got lost in Rotunda? Let me see some hands. Dumbest people on the planet. Put something inside a circle that's the shape of a circle. So when you come to the end of the road, any road, you're at the circle looking at a circle. Where am I at? Are we in the circle looking at a circle? Yeah, but I don't know where I'm at. How many ever did that? Look at the audience. The first thing that we ever really got out of doing this land right here, we became the first thing, buddy. We gave a landmark out here to Rotunda. Now people can say, turn at the church. We never had nothing to turn at. Y'all hear me or not? It was crazy. People were going crazy around here. So they declared that the center of a new community, Rotunda West. Hey, Rod, are you here today? Rod and Luke, are you in the building? Holler at me. I know he comes for the second. That big old water tank in the middle. Rod, Luke's dad is Dave. He's in our church. I know Dave very well. I love Dave. Knew Dave long before I knew Rod, who plays the bass guitar. Builder. But his dad told me that one time he got inside that water tank when it was empty. And if I'm not mistaken, hit a golf ball. You're inside that big tank and hit a golf ball out of that tank. All right? So when Dave gets back, I'm going to make sure I ain't lying to you, okay? But that's, that's pretty amazing inside that big $5 million-gallon tank, million tank. Today, Rotunda has 8,000 lots. And I think that figure is more than that, more than 5,000 homes. I think that might be closer to 6,500, but that's just me. Built on them, there's over 10,000 residents in this neighborhood. One time I checked, I think I could be wrong, but it was the largest neighborhood association of its type in the state of Florida. The whole state of Florida, right here. Isn't that crazy? Something's the largest in the state of Florida, and our church is right in the middle of it. Isn't that nuts? Let's praise the Lord. Come on. That's crazy to me. Come on. Now, we're pioneers, guys. We're pioneers. We're pioneers. Why did I put these houses up? That coral one is where my daughter lives. It's on Old McCall Road, right down from Fred. We bought those several years ago, built in 1927. They were both crack houses. People held up in them doing drugs. They were abandoned. And we, we fixed that one. And then that's where my mother-in-law, Jenny, who lost her sweet husband, Kim's daddy, she has sold her home, and now she lives in the home that we would keep guests and things and love on people. She's in that home right next door to Elise. Amen? And being taken care of. Amen? So I just want you to see those two homes. This is where I live. If you go down Green Street, hang that left on the corner of Winston. Now, I've not always lived here. I've owned that home a couple of three years. But it was a nice house. Looks a lot nicer now than when I got it. We fixed it up as much as we could without changing the character of the house. Amen? So it's still got those old wood ceilings. And at Christmas time, we invite everybody in and, and let them be with us. Amen? 
Inglewood's first church is a big deal to me. It's right on the corner from my house. The first church, I can throw a baseball and hit it. Boom, hit church. Right by my house. Are y'all getting bored with this? Inglewood's first church, if you read that sign carefully, if you look at it closely, let me look at it. I'm going to get to it because I'm about blind. Hang on. Don't move. Don't move. Don't move. Don't move. Don't move. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm finding trouble here. I cannot see. Hang on. Hang on. Huh? Why couldn't we get it better? I cannot read. You're going to have to trust me. It's on there. It's on that side. Is it continued on the other side or something? It says it continued on the other side. Well, I'll have the other side. Oh, there it is. I found it. Without funding from a, a variety of, with funding from a variety of sources, by the way, our funding for this church came from the folks of this church. Get it? Yes or no? No outside anything helped us. With funding from a variety of sources back in 1914. 1914. By the way, we moved into this church in 100 years later, 2015. Got it? Yes or no? First one. 1914. Without fun, with funding from a variety of sources, including Stanley Lamp and the Florida Methodist Conference, we're a non-denomination church. We didn't have no conference anywhere. Got it? Yes or no? It was the folks from this area. And a board of missions, the group was able to build a simple frame structure. These words meant something to me. Without incurring any debt. The first church of Englewood was built without borrowing a dime. The last church that's been built in Englewood is this one. And we did it a hundred years later without borrowing a dime. Just like we learned from them. Amen. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. We're pioneers, baby. Yes or no? Come on. Love that. There we are. There we are. Can you back that picture up again? Look at us. Not that one. That one. Look at that. There we are. There we are. Isn't that amazing, guys? We're pioneers. Fellowship Church of Inglewood is the first church or anything else, anything else to be built in the commercial center of Rotunda. Honestly, folks, when you come here, you should look across the street and there should be like a Dunkin' Donuts. There should be a, a walk-in clinic for the people of this area that could, they could go get some help. There's a lot of things. I know you're flashing like, this is a tough message to get through. There's a lot of it. Amazing fact, Fellowship Church is the only church to be constructed in the greater Inglewood area in over a quarter of a century. Did you hear what I just said? With all the growth in Inglewood, all the growth in Inglewood, all the growth in the Rotunda, all the growth, we're the only church in the last quarter of a century to be constructed in this whole region. That's mind-boggling to me, isn't it? Yes or no? Now, if you can correct me later, I'll take correction. But I sort of did a little bit of looking, and I could be wrong. Okay? And we did it how? Say it again. I think that's why when I come here, I still have a, a feeling for that little white church in Inglewood. I get there and I get a little feeling for it. Something about it. I get an amazing feeling when I come here. There's something about trusting the Lord and giving to the Lord and believing the Lord and working your tail off and, and, you know, and getting discouraged but then getting you know, encouraged. It's big, man. So we're pioneers, guys. 
pioneers. It's funny, that's my sister who surprised me on opening day right there. The paper took this picture, not us. My sister comes one time, she's in the paper. Who does that? <laughs> anyway, it was hilarious. So the message of fellowship, guys, we're going to take about, i got a few more minutes, i got to stay with you, because we haven't had the Word. You've just been listening to me. Maybe that's why you've been listening so good. It's my turn now to... 1 Corinthians 13, this is our message at Fellowship Church. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, that's the word charity, love, I'm become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy, a lot of people want to give you a word of knowledge in all this. Listen to me. He, this is the Apostle Paul writing. Listen to this man. If I have the gift of prophecy, and that means preaching especially, and I understand all mysteries, the mysteries of the Bible, I have all knowledge. And though I have all faith so that I could remove a mountain, and I don't have love, say it with me, I am what? Can't tell you the number of homes and marriages that have fallen apart. Oh, they knew this and they knew that and they knew the other. But you know what you didn't know? You didn't know how to love. And it was a disaster. Amen or oh me? Love. How many churches have fallen apart? They don't love. They don't know how to love. They can say it. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor... And I thank the Lord we live in this country. And people will open up their pocketbooks and help people and give and all that. And I thank God for it. But you can do all that. But if you don't have love, you're nothing. You can give your body to be burned. Yeah, a lot of people have. For the Lord, for His gospel. Because they're they're committed. But they didn't love. If I don't have love, it doesn't profit me a thing. Nothing, Paul says. So what's the message of of Fellowship Church, guys? And I I hate to say this, but churches that that truly their mission and pound it into your head on a weekly basis is to love Jesus Christ and to love people and to love your town. Even though it doesn't sound right, this is my town. Well, tough. It's the message of love. To take your feet, to take your body, to take your effort, and you put it right here. When you drive by a school, you don't just go, oh, there's a school. You look at it and go, that's my school. You look at the elementary school, that's my school. The little town where Abby and Danny go, that's Inglewood Elementary School. That's my school. You understand? Because it's full of them children and teachers that care. That's a different way to look at life, isn't it? Yes or no? Yes or no? Say, the girl at Publix, she matters. Why don't we think that way? Well, we're going to drive that home as long as I'm here. Amen, say. And if I get sideways on this, somebody jack my jaws. Yes or no? We love Jesus and we love people. Say it with me. We love and we love. So we can get something from them? Is that why we love them? So they can build us a fancy building? No. How about we build it for them? How about that? How about we take our own money and pay for the seats for them, for their fanny to sit in when they come? How about that? How about we're going to finish that up there before too long and there's going to be some more people coming? How about that? You see love, or yes or no? That's our message this Pioneer Weekend. Love makes a church of what? Say it with me. 
I never forget it. I don't forget it. I don't forget it. I think often when I look out at you and I think of my mama who would come to that little country church on a Sunday morning after being beat by my stepdad the night before. And she'd make her way in. Of course, I didn't know about that beating. He later murdered her. But mama would come in. There's people like that here that are hurting. They need us to love them and not play church. Yes or no? It's a big deal, guys. It's a place where people want to come. They want to come. You might say, well, I've had a lot of people over the years that left Fellowship Church. And to this day, I'll meet them sometimes and they say, we've just never found a place like Fellowship. Even if they're still in town, they tell me that. I'm like, well, why don't you come back because we're still here. Yes or no? We don't hold grudges here. I'm talking about Gary Clark doesn't. Somebody leaves this church. They want to go somewhere else. They might not like it. It hurts me some. But I try to congratulate them. I try to encourage them. If I see them later, I want to go out of my way to love on them. Not to get them back to the church, but to just show love. That's the right thing to do, yes or no. But it's not the church thing to do. The church don't do that generally in this country. Y'all hear me or no? We shun. We don't talk. We, you know, we give them a, a bad look. When you going to grow up? Yes or no? Amen. Say. And I've had to grow up. I've had to grow up. Yes or no? How many, because of pain in your life, it helped you grow up? Can I see something? You were hurt so bad, things don't matter to you like it used to anymore. Yes or no? Amen? That's me now. It's okay. Good thing. Now, guys, Rod, you're going to make it fast. Here we go, buddy. You'll fly now. Love makes a church hot. Hot. See, we want to be a hot church with the air conditioning on. Amen. Say we want to be a hot church. You hear me? A church on fire. Not like, oh, pray God, amen. We're going to flop like a chicken. We want to be hot. We want to be hot with the love of God. Yes or no? Yes or no? Hot with the love of God. Here's what fellowship church is. Fellowship church should be, you watch the list. Love suffers long and is kind. Love envies not. Love vaunts not itself. Love's not puffed up. So we're long-suffering. We're kind and gracious. We're happy for somebody else's success. Some of the biggest fights in church happen because somebody else gets something and somebody else didn't. You know what? When you succeed, we're happy for you. Yes or no? Amen. And we want you to succeed. We're cheering you on. We're big on God. That's what these verses just said. You can get this and look at it. Doth not behave itself unseemly. Seeks not her own. Is not easily provoked. Thinks no evil. Look at that. We're a blessing to other people. We seek to please the Lord. We're controlled by the Holy Spirit. Doesn't mean we're perfect. We screw up. We mess it up. But that's our goal. That's our desire. Say those three words with me. We are... There's a lot of positive churches out there that are positive, 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 but you never hear the gospel. You never hear that Jesus Christ died on the cross, rose from the dead. He can save you. But you just feel good. We don't want people to come here and just leave feeling good. We want them to come here saved and on their way to heaven, feeling great. Amen. Say, positive. But don't forget that message of Christ. And we love Him because He first loved us. Did I lose you or not? Whoa, I'm wore out. Rejoices not in iniquity. But rejoice in truth. We rejoice in good things, godly things. 
You may as well not come tell me if you're cheating on your wife. And tell me you think it's God's will. There's a good chance I'll throw you through a window. You hear me, yes or no? And I'll confess it later, okay? We rejoice in things that are good and godly. You hear me, yes or no? We rejoice in what? Truth. Don't listen to lies. If people want to come from a church and they've been backbiters and they've been talkers, somebody set them straight. In love. Amen? We don't do that here. Yes or no? If you hear people praying and gossiping in their prayer, well, Lord, help so-and-so because he did such-and-such and and blah, blah, blah. Help them later tell them to hush like that. Amen? Yes or no? Say, have I lost you again? By the way, you think Clark's tough. No, we're pioneers. You think you can start a church and be successful by not working hard? You're smoking something. This is like anything else in this country. It takes work. It takes commitment. It takes love and encouragement. How many worked a job and you were loved by the people you work with? Let me see a hand. You were loved. You had a loving relationship with those people. Doesn't that make work a lot more fun and a lot more, even though it's hard work, doesn't it make it good and you, and you grow together and, you, and when you succeed, you rejoice together? Amen. Say. So we are here. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. This is who we are as a body of Christ. We're overcomers. We are believers. And we're believers in who? Somebody tell me. Jesus Christ. We believe in you, Pastor. Well, you're going to hell. Hello? I can't save you. I can tell you about Him. I can encourage you. Yes or no? I can love you. We all fall down at whose feet? Don't make superstars out of anybody here. The ground is level at the fellowship church. It's level with sinners. Amen. Yes or no? We are hopeful. Say that last part with me. We are courageous And we never lose. You might say, well, Clark, that's a noble list to live by. You got that right. But you know what? I've lived long enough to see us do some of that. Amen? People come up to me all the time. I can't believe you did that. Did that church and y'all just, it took forever. How many heard criticism when we were building it? It was taking too long. How many heard some criticism? We had a hundred people leave us. Leave us. Because we wouldn't go borrow money. You know what we said? Say it with me. One, two, three. I love them. It hurt me. So what? You have to keep moving. Yes or no? Amen? Say. God's good to us, church. Say that with me. One, two, three, real loud. Love! Never! I've been long enough in the ministry to see about everything somebody started religiously and a little little trick or this or that failed. Failed. Love never fails. Love never fails. But you know what? It ain't as fancy. It ain't as slick. Love ain't as slick. Love ain't as good as me popping somebody on the head. I'd rather put my arm around their neck and cry with them. You hear me? Yes or no? 
I know this is tough, but I'm just talking. Love ain't easy. Love never fails. Whether they be prophecies, they gonna fail. Whether they be tongues, they gonna cease. The word tongues is languages. There wasn't the tongue thing today that you see today. Go back and you know we have something called history books. Why don't you just go back and look at history? Why don't you read some papers? Why don't you go back in eighteen hundred seventeen hundred? You don't see it. Isn't that odd? Somebody introduced something we don't even know what they're saying. I know that's ugly. I'm not trying to be. I'm trying to stay with this. This is the Apostle Paul. They were actually speaking in languages that God uttered to them that they could spread the gospel. And Paul says, let me tell you something. When it even comes to that, nothing, nothing is like love. Did I lose you today or am I hammering you? I hope you're getting hammered. I'm getting hammered. Those things are going to cease, baby. Whether it be knowledge, it's going to vanish away. How many knew something really smart and you forgot it? Let me see your hand. Good. Don't forget to love today. Don't forget to love today. You might forgot something you did yesterday. Big deal. But don't forget to love today. Amen? Say. Divine revelations are going to cease. Languages, these languages of God, Paul said they're going to stop. That's what he said. Knowledge shall be done away. Love will always what? Say it with me. Love will always what? And imagine yourself in a garden tilling or working hard or sweating like a dog. When you see love will always work, see love doing that. It is working. It's hard. But we're working that love. The message of Fellowship Church. We don't know everything. We know in part and prophesy in part. We don't know everything here. No, no. We know in a partial, fragmentary, incomplete way, and we and in divine revelation the same. We gotta quit. I'm done, Rod. We don't know everything here. We ain't perfect. Just keep going. That which is perfect is come. When Jesus comes, it'll be different. We ain't perfect. Absolutely not. We're screwed up. We've got some issues. Keep looking. Keep looking. Keep looking. Keep looking. Just push me, buddy. Go. Jesus is. Yes or no? Amen. We ain't perfect, but he is. Got it? That's the message of Fellowship Church. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. When I became a man, I put away childish things. What kind of childish things? Anything that really doesn't matter. Put it away. Never put love away. Behave like a man who's grown, not like a child. A lot of churches, this is my quote, I'm going to be famous. A lot of churches are undesirable because instead of loving, they act like a bunch of babies. Who said that? I said it. You can quote me on it. Amen? Say even a baby who's acting like a baby, meh, 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 doing all kind of baby things. Baby, baby, baby. Boy, when that baby looks at you in the eyeballs, with them loving eyes, whoo, baby, that how we talking, amen? Let's don't act like babies, baby. Let's, let's look at people with love. Yes or no? Amen? Say, when you grow up, you've got to quit some of that mess. We see through a glass darkly down here. We don't know it all. One day we'll see face to face, and we're going to know even as we're known. The Bible teaches the message of fellowship. Now by its faith, hope, love, these three, say it with me, the greatest of these. And we're done with the message. It's what? Let's thank the Lord for His Word this morning. Amen. i got to quit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hard today to get all that in with all the singing.